0: Welcome to Pardon the Confusion. This is Paul Arnold, your intrepid host, back once again with two guys that know something about preparing for storms, I think. We'll start with Ernest. Ernest Watts is down in Rockingham, North Carolina. And Ernest, you have a generator, right? Yes. So the generator can only power so many electrical items. What are the first things you put into your generator?
1: refrigerator my deep freezer gotta keep that food jack <laughs> that's it food gotta have food
0: okay not tv and cable huh
1: no i mean i've got a hot spot so as long as I a hotspot, spot i can use my phone i can watch tv on my phone
0: yeah a man of the 21st century all right nate you moved to wonderful connecticut a couple years ago you've had plenty of winter but have you had anything like a hurricane come your way
2: we had a, a, what is it, a bomb cyclone, snow cyclone here our first year, um, first winter here. Wasn't too crazy, but we got lucky we never lost power. Um, but, I mean, we were safe, safely inside, and a big, massive uh, tree limb fell outside our house, blocked the road, so I had to crank out the old chainsaw and uh, chop that up and throw it to the side of the road. So that was actually, I actually enjoyed that. I thought that was pretty fun. I think I Posted that to social media. You, you <laughs> cranked out
0: afterwards. your your chainsaw. Is it electric chainsaw or can you? No, it's gas. Ooh, you stepped up in the world, man. Yeah, it's a steel. You... It's oof. yeah. Yeah, you
1: know, we have soon. a hurricane story that matches Connecticut, North Carolina. How's that? When the Whalers, when Peter Carmonas bought the Whalers, oh, I got gotcha. down to North Carolina. He had two choices to name the team, and. The first choice was the Ice Hogs. Yeah. Uh, ice Hogs? Ice, ice Hogs, yeah. I feel about about like you do. And then he stumbled on the fact that North Carolina is hit by more hurricanes than any other state in the Union. Look it up. It's true. More than Florida. So he decided on the hurricanes, which you would think after three in the last six years, that wouldn't be popular. But it helps when you get to the Eastern Conference Finals.
0: You have all the good graphics. Is that what you're saying?
1: That's it, yes, yes, yes. Well, you, you know, the uh, uh, Paul can stop me before I tell this. The, the joke about the hurricane logo, and you can Google it right now, is everyone says it looks like a puck going down a toilet. <laughs> okay.
2: As I quickly pull out my phone to Google this, because now yeah. I have to remember what that logo looks yeah, like. Yeah, it,
0: but I liked the logo when it was on a red flag. You know, It had the hurricane symbol on a red flag like they would – put up at the beach or somewhere else when the bad storm was coming through. So Well, see, they've,
1: they've changed that to two flags because one flag is a storm warning, two flags, two oh. red flags is a hurricane warning. Technically, if you're going to be, and I'm not the marine time specialist, but that's supposed, to, that's supposed to be correct. Well, one more question before we get
0: to sports. What storm have you been in that scared you the most?
1: Uh, my wife getting angry. Oh, uh, boom, boom. <laughs> uh, the storm that was the Hurricane Wanda is coming on. Hugo, yeah, Hurricane Wanda. It's always a, a Category 5. Uh, I would say Hugo in 92. Yeah. Because my wife wow. was uh, eight months pregnant. And as we were driving, we were living in a trailer at that time. And as I was driving, I had to weave through a neighborhood because I would see the Transformers blow up. And trees were falling. It was like a scene out of Jurassic Park or something. Mm. And I remember going outside uh, at 2 a.m. in the morning in the eye. And I had this gigantic battery power. It took 10D batteries TV. And we could watch the, the weather um, information over Channel 2 in Greensboro and know where we were located. And then when I drove back, it was five miles from my house, I had anticipated that the trailer would be gone. Or a tree, had fell on it, but it was uh, by the grace of the Lord. It was, it was okay. Oh, cool.
2: Glad to hear wow. you're okay. Yeah. See, I just had monsoons in Arizona. Those were some of those were pretty good. There was a um, Mission Impossible movie where he's in a monsoon. It wasn't that bad, um, but it was pretty, pretty bad. I mean, there, there's a lot of lightning and thunder. Just a very, and um, you know that dust cloud of sand and dirt mm. is pretty crazy. Don't they um, call those, you got, those boobs? They call them haboobs. boobs. Yeah, that, that started getting exciting. Some weathercaster, some newscaster. <laughs> meteorologist Sounds like the Mel Brooks line. It. And it just took off. Um, they just everybody got excited about it. Um, yeah, that's probably it. But I mean, you know, the power goes out in those too. There's also like the microbursts that come with those. Um, you know, it's just this little like half mile radius. You know, it almost hits like a hurricane, but it's just this. Um, concentrated force of wind Mm. just takes out trees um, similar almost like a hurricane but probably not as bad but still still pretty bad but probably not as bad as what a hurricane does but
1: Mm. i did have a bad hurricane in florida that didn't send me the little umbrella It was, you know, no alcohol at all. Uh, Okay, it took
0: me a while for that one. Uh, Uh, But I'm Talking about sports now. (laughs) 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 We've run out of that topic. So the big news today is Zeke Elliott says, I believe I'm the best. And he got a $90 million extension. Um, And I'm going to give my take on this first and throw it to you guys. Um, We talk all the time about how running backs are no good after 30. And running backs... You shouldn't overpay over thirty. And so my take is Jerry Jones did the right thing. Lock him up six more years. After that, they're pretty much done with him anyways. And so I think that Jerry Jones did the right thing and then he raised the expectations, said this is the year we should win. So Nate, what do you think? Is this a good yeah. idea or a bad idea for
2: well Jerry Jones? I think you're right about I think you're right about Jerry Jones needing to lock him up because he's got to lock him up before the police lock
0: oh, him up. Oh I'm sure they've
2: got I'm sure there's plenty of uh, clauses in that contract about him getting in trouble off the field. Um, I, I, I'm i not a big fan of it. Uh, I think we've talked about it here. Trumbull dad's about, you know, he had two years left on his contract. I, I don't like the timing of it. Um, I think if you're in your final year, I still don't like it, but I can understand it. But I think with two years left, I don't think that was great. And I think the one that's probably the most upset right now, although he doesn't seem to be showing it, is Dak Prescott, they're, spending money on the offensive line, which they absolutely should do. But I think, you know, Dak's sitting there going, hey, they're, they're signing linemen, they're signing defensive guys, and they just signed Zeke. What are you doing with all my money? <laughs> like, that's my money, right? So, you know, I, I think um, I think Dak should be more of a pro- uh, priority than Zeke. I think, uh, again, almost kind of like what we had with Pittsburgh, where and Bell – Held out, didn't play. But James Conner came in and played well in that system behind that line. I think Dallas has a very good offensive line, if not the best offensive line in football. Why not try another running back? Why not let him go into like week two, week three, and have Zeke hold out? See how Poland does. It's done, man. Is he
0: signed? So, it's done.
2: So that's what I mean. In my thinking, would have been let's just see what we got with Poland, and then if you know Poland's terrible, okay, we really do need Zeke. But I just I'm not a big fan of the two years prior. Your contract ending you need to play out your contract in your final year i guess that would be the more appropriate time but so yeah, do you I, think
0: this is gonna make all running backs like gordon just want to go and pressure for new contracts ernest? i think it
2: will i think it's setting a bad precedent but okay. go ahead ernest what do you think
1: gordon is can't even hold his shoes i mean i am all in favor of somebody getting all the money he can i mean it's it's 28 million guaranteed that's that's no hard it's against 50 well, actually, 28. They can bounce out after two years.
0: Oh. so You've read it, it, the small print, huh?
1: I've read the, the small ESPN print. ESPN tells me it's $50 million guaranteed. Yeah, it's $50 million only if he is on the roster in two years. And not in jail. Yes. Or suspended. Or other, listen, I'm all in favor of getting what he can. It Running backs don't last that long. And Dallas has a contract they can get out of over a period of time. They'll be paying a little bit on the cap, and eventually – Cowboys are going to be cap, cap strapped like they were about four or five years ago. Uh, you know, they got Cooper to sign also with Dak. So it's, it's more than just getting Dak on board. Uh, who's more important uh, to them winning? I mean, that's, let's face it. It's, 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 it's Elliot, and that's, that's basically it. I, You know, Dak is not that essential to them winning.
0: And I man, I thought you I said last week Dak was more important, though, because he's a good quarterback. I think he's good enough to get them to the Super Bowl.
1: He's good enough to get him to the Super Bowl, but he's not top 10 quarterback. Whereas Elliot might be the one of the top three running backs. I mean, we don't know what shape Gurley's in that respect. Gordon is, is overplaying his, Gordon is not that good a running back. That's just it, and and we've seen this process with its quarterbacks or running backs, that the next contract always the highest, because that's not the only signing we got today. Uh, L A signed their quarterback to the highest contract. In all of football, yeah, golf got the highest contract in football today, and somewhere down the season we're going to see. I mean, we're going to get to the point where eventually. The Caval, uh, the Bears quarterback is going to be the highest paid quarterback in football. Believe it or not, that's just the when your contracts are up and when he's up. I mean, never do we ever equate the highest contract with the best player, and I, I don't think it's so. It's just what a team can do. And, and Gordon, I don't think will ever play for the Chargers again. All right, Chargers are they're they're set. How I mean, about they're...
0: a qu- quick hit? Who is better than Zeke? Who would you put Nate better than Zeke as a running back right now?
2: Um hmm.
0: Would you Help quote, me, Zeke?
2: I I I say Zeke in that system. I like David Johnson. I think David Johnson could do well. I think he'll do well in the cart with the Cardinals this year. I think he was injured, but David Johnson, because he can do both just like Zeke.
0: Is Le'Veon Bell old news?
1: I mean, what, what do you think? We don't know what Le'Veon's done. He's been gone a year. How about Barkley?
0: Oh, from Giants. I think he is yeah. the best right now. Camara. Oh, from New Orleans?
1: Yeah, Kamara. I just want to say running backs, but but again, Zeke is built for that system. He's a big, strong back. I, I don't know which backs, if he was traded for, would be just successful. Gurley's built for L.A.'s system because he can catch the ball and because he, he has the ability to run and break an outside run. Mm-hmm. So it, are, the Lake, are the Raiders going to play
0: in L.A. this year? Because I got a question that sort of hits on who's going to have a better year in Los Angeles, Dwight Howard or Antonio Brown? <laughs> because Dwight no, Howard that, signed back with the Lakers.
1: They're still in Oakland.
0: Ah, still the Raiders in
1: Raiders are in Oakland. They go to Vegas next
0: year. Ah, see how old school I am. Well, who do you think will have a better year? think Brown's going to have a better year than Dwight Howard? Yes. <laughs> is Dwight Howard totally done?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I and mean, I've seen him. I saw him play two years ago, and I got to see fifteen games live. And he's just—he does not play within the system. He is number hungry. He just goes for rebounds, and, and unless he can touch the rim with his other hand, he can't score. He does not play defense. He does not play in the offense. I mean, he doesn't seem
2: he, he doesn't seem motivated. Every okay. once in a while he'll have a game that he's motivated. But I, I just I feel like there's a lack of motivation on his part. Memphis,
1: I mean, was, the, Memphis was the worst team in the NBA and they waived him. <laughs> yeah. That, that should say right. I mean, he just he's he's putting up numbers just to put up numbers. He's he's like McGee. Javal McGee. He's just number conscious, but he doesn't play with the offensive system.
0: Yeah, the question is, Look, can LeBron elevate other players around him because he, he's so good, the other players have the space they need? But I think Howard's done. I think there's a desperate mood. But I'm watching ESPN while we're talking right now, and they're comparing Antonio Brown and just what a – they're not saying it, but what a head case he is, that they find him, the Raiders find him, and then he goes out and makes some public statements against the team. I mean, just – We've talked about this so much that Antonio Brown seems to be on the edge of uh, losing it almost, and that's what my son always says. And Nate, do you think that's true?
2: Uh, I don't know. Go to Ernest and come back. <laughs> over
1: or under, how many games will he be suspended? Two games, over or under? Two
0: games by his own team or yes. by the league?
1: By his own team.
0: Uh, I think, ooh, I'm going to say over between the team and the NFL. I think he's so desperate for attention um, that it's going to be hard from the dial in. And the question is, when the Raiders start losing and he doesn't get the football like he's used to, uh, how much is he going to act out? And then we'll see if... Um, who's the GM who came over from NFL Network? If um starts with an M.
1: Metcalf? No. No. No, the, no, no. he did the Notre Dame game. Yeah.
0: Um, he's become their GM to we'll see if he's tried to be the tough guy. We'll see if he's still going to be the tough guy ty- when Brown acts up. So I'm going to say over, he's going to be over two games out for acting out. That's my guess.
2: Might I say may, uh... exactly too. I kind of want to say exactly too. I think that's, but I think he kind of wants that to be honest. I think he wants to. I think he's going to want a couple games <laughs> off. Like he kind of <laughs> bailed on. Marketing.
1: He's just marketing that that blonde mustache and that what is it, That boom that he wears on all his clothing now. I don't understand where the boom comes from. If you're a defensive player, I can understand that. But he's he's using that boom as a trademark. Does it remind yeah. you of the Baller brand here? <laughs> it just doesn't <laughs> work. Do
0: and, and, and,
1: and, and wide receivers, and he's near thirty. They go, they go fast, just like running backs. Except and for
0: Jerry Rice, your favorite receiver of all time. Well, really,
1: yeah, well, Rice was a physical freak, like Tom Brady and Drew Brees and Philip Rivers. I mean, th- those guys were the exceptions of rule. And Larry Fitzgerald, got to throw that in for Nate, right? I love this Larry. Is our, yep. This is our Larry Fitzgerald moment, folks. We are contractually uh, <laughs> for Nate licensed, to be it happy. Is for Nate every game. We had to do our our Cardinals moment. But I mean, they're just again in watching Hard Knocks. It almost like he distanced himself from the team. Yeah, and, and, and I, it's, it's know, not a feel
0: good story, is it? Is there any feel good story in the NFL this year? I mean, are the Cards excited oh, about yeah. Murray? I mean, can you share a feel good story from the NFL? Any?
1: I think the Jets could be one. Surprisingly. I think the Jets could be one. I think um, Bruce Arians coming back to Tampa Bay is a pretty good story. He's he's very likable to that extent. I think
2: the if Chiefs. He, yeah, if, if Chiefs, he can get Winston, that'll be good. Yeah,
1: you know, if, if anybody could straighten out Winston, it'd be him. I think the Chiefs. I, I, I think that whole situation. That's a uh, like a it's a video game team that can score four points. I think the 100th year I think we're excited to see what uh, the Packers are going to do under LaFleur uh, you know a new offense after the 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 drama between Mike McCarthy and the quarterback I think there's some some stories I think the new defensive line at Seattle I think the Cowboys if they can get everything together that's that's a team everybody's taking for granted if Carson Wentz is is fully back healthy if he can return to what he showed in his sophomore year can the rams keep it up can they keep their offensive progression going
2: how about jacksonville Uh, with jacksonville
1: with Foles? uh the the 49ers graffalo if 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 he can come back that's the browns the browns and that's almost been played out so much that I, i danger i I kind of wonder if the Browns don't win their division, are they considered a disappointment? Which is is a hard thing to throw on them to that extent. Will Buffalo contend with the Patriots? Will somebody in the in the East, AFC East, either the Jets or the the Bills give the Patriots a hard time? You know, Houston seems to be shooting for this year. They have no general manager. They've traded away all the number one picks for the next three years, getting Tunstall and Stills from the Dolphins and getting rid of Clowney. I I, kind of wonder what the coach is doing there. And again, that's the worst thing in the world. They have no general manager. There's a lot of story. NFL always has lots of stories.
0: They do. They do. And you haven't just talked about any hard knocks stories. I haven't watched it this week. Any interesting things from Chucky and the Raiders?
1: It was hard because this was cut week. and And Nate, you can jump into this also. There was a young man. it was most of the guys got cut got picked up by other teams. The wide receiver Ross got picked up by Jacksonville, and uh, one of the linebackers get picked up by the Lions. It was, it, you know, it's it's again, that's the hardest message when they sit down and you tell somebody that has spent 23 years of their life to get to this ultimate moment. And when you're that last 10 cuts, it's it's extremely hard. Cause even when you make it on that Sunday, teams will pick up guys like uh, Tory Smith, who's wide receiver with the Panthers. He's a stretch wide receiver. He was with the Eagles when they went to win the Super Bowl, and he was with the 49ers. And he thought he had made the Panthers and they decided to pick up Ray Ray McLeod from the Bills. And so two days after the final rosters, he got cut. So we know about all the stars and the starters, but you tend to forget about those those last guys in, in, in group of that fifty two mm-hmm. and that that forty seventh to fifty second guy that, that is living from waiting on that knock on the door that go like you're you're not good enough. I mean, no matter what our occupation is, the worst thing someone can tell you is you're not wanted anymore by your wife, your church, your job, your employer, your children. I mean, that's the the most bleak thing to say. I'm I'm sorry, you're just not good enough. That's Boy, true. that was a downer. Yeah, you start I everything everything church, good about the NFL.
0: I think but I started sure. by asking for a feel-good story, and you ended with. I,
1: well, I did that. Are you I feeling okay, Ernest? To today? Yeah. I, I, Have you yeah, taken well, your medicine hurricane, lately? Hurricane Blues. Hurricane Blues. What can I say?
0: All right, Nate. Come on, steer us somewhere good.
2: Give us something happy, <laughs> Nate. I mean, I've, I'm I'm excited to see what happens with the Cardinals and the air raid system. I'm I'm excited to see if a coach like um, Kingsbury can come from having a bad record in college, right, his, and getting fired to jumping to the NFL because of a system. So I am excited for that. I hope it works. I'm not expecting like a Super Bowl or anything next year, but, or this year, but I'd be excited to see if it works. You know, like if this is a new style that comes into play, he got a quarterback that he wanted. I I hope Murray's going to be a good quarterback, but I I mean, we're, we're, we got to figure out if Murray's really good in the system because Oklahoma's got potentially back to back to back Heisman winners. I mean, Uh. you saw how, uh, what's his name he was playing Tua, Tua? Was that right? Yeah, Ernest.
1: Uh, uh, Jalen Hurts.
2: Hurts. That's what I'm sorry. Yeah, Hurts. 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 Yes. He had a fantastic first game for Oklahoma. So now you're sitting there going, "All right, is it Lincoln Riley's system or is it, you know, um, the actual talent of the quarterback?" So we'll we'll see. I'm excited. I want to see that. Um, I would like to see the Browns do well, just because I feel like they've been bad so long that it'd be great for their fans to see the Browns relevant again. Um, other feel good stories, but Nate, does it trouble the Chargers, you? The Chargers, the Chargers actually finally make the playoffs after having such bad luck, losing such close games constantly. You know, make see them make the playoffs. That'd be kind of a good feel good story because they have the smallest arena. All right, I football, have the right?
0: ultimate feel good story from the weekend though for football because.
1: Well, well let me let me ask Nate real quick question. <laughs> does it trouble you that Kingsbury came out today and said, "I, I can't figure out my quarterback"? <laughs>
2: I didn't see that yet today.
1: Yeah. That three days before the first game, he says, I haven't quite figured my quarterback out yet.
2: Oh, that's a smoke screen. Smoke and mirrors. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I I think
1: The Cardinals probably got the wrong player, long individual. That's like him
0: saying, I don't know what kind of hair gel I'm going to wear today. Come on. Or
1: or the fact that Madden makes look like the walking dead, but you know, maybe they should have gotten Lincoln, uh, Riley instead of (laughs) the
2: quarterback. Well, they've already talked about Riley coming to Dallas. If Garrett gets the uh, the axe, Jerry Jones will open up the pocketbook and give Riley whatever he wants. Well,
0: speaking of coaches on the hot seat, <laughs> what I was going <laughs> to get to was a feel-good story on Saturday because I was able to watch uh, football, college football, all over the map. And my wife went to Georgia State University. And Georgia State beat Tennessee, and I was watching that game and then I watched how Florida State lost as well. So, guys, who's on the hotter seat? Jeremy Pruitt. Pruitt. Pugh, Pew, I guess, like, oh, my nose. Pruitt. Pruitt, yeah. He stinks so bad. Uh, Jeremy Pruitt at Tennessee or Taggart at Florida State? Both. I think, had Tag-
2: I think Taggart's more on the hot seat.
0: Because? Come on. Give me a reason.
2: Uh, <laughs> I think Florida State just, they don't have the patience. I think Tennessee's dealt with it yeah. since Peyton Manning. Yeah, um, good point. but I think Florida State doesn't have the, especially after the guy that just left to go to uh, Texas A and M. blanking on his name.
0: Oh, Willie uh, uh, Jimbo Fisher went to Texas. Jimbo A&M. Fisher,
2: yeah. Went. Especially after they lost Jimbo Fisher, they were, you know, he left, and then they really haven't upgraded. They've, you know, nosedived since then. So I think I think Florida State. I think it's just the name. You know, the big name program fans don't have the uh, fans of boosters are not going to. Be that patient, I think they're going to need a big-name coach soon. What do you think, Ernest?
1: I agree. Florida State, remember, won a national championship five years ago. Tennessee has not been relevant since Phil Fulmer was run off 15 years ago. I mean, they've just been an afterthought. Here's a, a quick little bit of irony. Tennessee actually paid Georgia State a million dollars to play that I game. I know, I know. What a $1 great game! A million dollars, yes. And, and they gained 500 yards on them. I mean, they brought in uh, the uh, Jim Chaney, who's the defensive coordinator from Georgia, to shore up their defense. And, and you know, they thought they'd make a bowl game this year. Uh, Willie Taggart was not considered the choice of most folks. In Florida State, when he was selected, remember he he, he, well they remember now he left Oregon in a lurch. You know, middle of the year he bucked out on after one year at Oregon. uh, They thought they would get some bigger names. I mean, they had played around with some some bigger names, and Taggart was like the fifth or sixth choice. So they were definitely quite disappointed, and he's kind of made some people. You know, there's a tradition there, and there's still some people that when Bobby Bowden was forcibly run out the door, and Bobby Bowden had taken them to 27 different uh consecutive bowl games, All right, and gotten two, you know, gotten a couple of national championships that uh. That left a bad taste on a lot of folks' folks mouth. And Jim Bob Fisher kind of put down the facilities, that they weren't spending enough money. He was going through an acrimonious divorce while he was there. And the press kind of turned on him because he would always talk about, well, I could recruit if we had better facilities here.
0: Mm.
1: And you remember now, Florida State pretty much ran the ACC for a long time. And Clemson has kind of eclipsed them. And to a certain extent, so is Florida and Miami in the same state. So, uh, you know, even though I think there's a $17 million buyout to get him, Taggart is done. Uh, he, he's done. After this year, you think he's done?
2: Yeah, he's, he
1: may not last the year.
2: I would say I don't know if he's going to last the year based on how it's going. Yeah, I mean, it's only look, look, one game. So. Could
1: you look at what teams did? Two teams that were successful with new coaches this year. Kansas with Les Miles and uh, UNC with uh, Mac Brown, they hired them before the season was over, and that's to get that move on recruiting. Because if you can get a coach in place at the end of November, then you're not going to re- lose a whole recruiting class, and that certainly was true for both of those teams.
0: Well, that's a feel-good story, Mac Brown. I actually watched the end of that game against. It was in Charlotte, North Carolina versus South Carolina. And on this very podcast last week, Ernest was bemoaning the fact that Mac Brown was even older than him and probably wasn't a good thing for North Carolina. And there he is doing the old man dance in the locker room after a
1: win. Ernest, what do you say now? I was actually really, he was very emotional the interview after the game. He choked up. And I think that was genuine. That- when Mack was at Carolina, he left for Texas, and I got so mad that when Texas came to Carolina, I bought a ticket just to boo him because I felt like he left us in the lurch, <clears throat> and pretty much we have been since then. But he is operating as a CEO. He brought in the defensive coordinator from Army, which had the second-best defense in college football last year, and he brought the offensive coordinator from Old Miss to run the spread offense, and this is a different team. And a lot of my uh, local Carolina fans were telling me to slow my roll this week. And I have to remind them, we have now won half as many games as we won all of last year. And those two wins were against a bad Pittsburgh team and a, uh, and a B. Ernest, uh, Ernest, you're giving me a team. breakdown. I asked you how you felt
0: about it, man. Did you I feel great feel, or what?
1: I feel the best since Mac Brown was our coach
0: before. <laughs> uh. You're not ready to make a statue of him yet, though, huh?
1: No, no, no. But not he, yet. I mean, uh in, as much as I was angry at him before, I can forgive pretty easily.
0: I thought he was going to blow it by t- kicking too many field goals. But they hung in there, and they just dominated physically, I thought. And the other game I enjoyed watching was Louisville against Notre Dame. It was an exciting first half. Um Notre Dame's offense looked really great Nate but their defense was AOL in the first half uh, Yeah, it, it was a little
2: it was a little awkward um we had my in-laws were here visiting and my wife was asleep on the couch and I'm sitting there cursing at Notre Dame while they're reading books um, <laughs> <'cause>, <laughs> That's all right they're was, used to
0: cursing that's all right
2: it was it was yeah, it was a little frustrating. I thought Notre Dame's defense would be a little bit better. Um, I want to give Louisville credit; those guys played their hearts out that first half. They played so hard. Um, they were so excited. Their fans were great. And then in the second half, I mean, Notre Dame, you know, they pulled away, but you know, it was still a game, and their fans were leaving. I mean, it was crazy. Like, you, you know, you're you got the whole blackout thing going on. Right. And the Louisville fans kind of left, and I think that you know, I mean, obviously Notre Dame was pulling away at the time, but still, you got to stick and you know, you know, you know day, why
1: they're, you so know, why, why they were leaving games, but you know, why are they, were were they
2: leaving? You know why they were leaving? Why is that?
1: Louisville has the longest losing streak in NCAA football, 14 games.
2: Uh, they, they, yeah. But you know what the way the game was, it wasn't like it was a blowout and everybody was yeah, leaving. They were they, still in the game, you know, a couple I, of I
1: just think they've been the whole Bobby Petrino thing left such a Bad taste in that. Oh, wow. And they knew what they were getting when they hired him. Okay, they did. You, you hire a guy who walked out on two programs and decided to take his girlfriend on a motorcycle ride, you get what you, you 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 know you know what you're getting. It's the same thing when they got Patino as a basketball coach. You dance with the devil, you get burned. But
0: I agree but with I, Nate. I think
1: it's a losing environment now. Satterfield, who was. Uh, the offensive coordinator, I think, when Appalachian beat some team in the Big Ten. Which oh, man. We had to the, get around we... to
0: that. Here I was giving you guys love by talking about your favorite teams. I haven't even brought up Michigan yet. I let you both have your moment
1: in the sun. Oh, okay, and okay. then oh, you gosh, bust gosh, my gosh, chops gosh. about Appalachian well, State. Something troubled me about Notre Dame oh, man. is their aerial attack. They really had a hard time, and they lost one of the running backs. And I would be a little troubled the ability that they can't throw, especially since they're going to have to go on the road against Georgia, Michigan and Stanford.
2: Yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. I mean, it was funny because they were running the ball so well. And I think ESPN guys are talking about it too, is why are they throwing the ball? They can just run it. There's huge holes. They're averaging like seven or eight yards every play on the ground. And then if they go first down and throw the ball, then all of a sudden it, it, it would just snowball and they're like, why did you just just keep running the ball? Just keep running the ball. And I think they, they did need to settle down a little bit too. Um I think there's some high expectations for him. <laughs> um but I mean I mean you even saw book, I mean his best throw of the night was when he hit the cheerleader in the nose. I oh mean, yes. Did you I love see that
0: I saw that. The yeah. cheerleader got straight in the nose and she walked away. I guess it's, she'll need a second nose job now. And uh ba-bum-bum-ch. and then we I right. love
1: seeing we Kelly yell at him. Her name was Marsha Brady.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Marsha Brady. That was the meme everybody talked about. But he actually reached out to that girl and said, sorry.
1: Yeah, uh,
0: sorry. So that,
2: was, that was a classy move by a Notre Dame quarterback. I hit you in but... the
0: nose because I wanted to date you. I mean, what? So I'm going to defend Louisville fans. I lived in Louisville for three years. Um, I think they are better fans than that leaving early. I think what's happened is they've built such a huge stadium that they get a lot of Bandwagon fans, oh, of course, like I'm they sure. didn't used to have, and I think they ran out of Papa John's pizza. That's why they were leaving. So,
1: oh, you know, his name is not on the stadium. I
0: know <laughs> that's a whole other topic. What so name is the stadium now? I don't even know. Uh, I don't even know either.
1: I, I just think it's Louisville Stadium. I mean, they they you know they should name it is the guy whose uh, statue is at the front of the stadium, Johnny uh, Unitas.
0: Johnny Unitas you had to get back to something baltimore every time right
1: oh yes 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 gotta get back to the colts in that respect
0: all right so i'm watching espn right now and they're asking lonzo ball how he found out about his trade and he found out on twitter now is that where we've come down to guys that players find out about trades on social media instead of from the teams is that just not right
1: He's got to be lying because we heard that rumor going at, at the trade deadline. Everybody knew he was going there. That was the rumor, of the trade deadline to him and Kuzma and Ingram were all going. I mean, that was that trade was for six months to say he heard on. He's either oblivious or he just wants sympathy. But I'm sorry. He ain't going to get it. I mean, he's still got a job in the NBA. And to me, he's a backup point guard.
0: At best, right? So yeah. let's talk about another best uh, football game that I happen to watch. Do we watch. want to
2: talk about Michigan at all?
0: Hey, it's my podcast, man. So we're talking about Michigan. So won, so they
2: won, they, they won a game. Michigan. It should be exciting.
0: Well, you know, what I liked about it the most, if you hadn't heard, uh, Michigan beat that powerhouse, Middle Tennessee State, who actually scored first in the beginning of the game. And a bunch of fans said, oh, this feels familiar. But actually, Michigan just buckled down and won. And Josh Gaddis is the overhyped uh, offensive coordinator that they got indirectly from Alabama. He was a passing game coordinator down there, and people were so curious to see what he can do. And the big news is Jim Harbaugh's let go of play calling, totally. It's the first time in his coaching career, probably playing career too. And so we were curious to see how that went. And, man, they really looked good for about a quarter, and then they basically closed their playbook. They, I think Ohio State did the same thing. They were ahead. They didn't have to worry about scoring a lot of points, so they just kept it really conservative. And the big question around here is, both quarterbacks played. Is there a new quarterback controversy around here? So Michigan fans are feeling optimistic about their offense, but the defense, we do not look like a national championship team, and Ohio State's offense looks fabulous. So um, I, around here, Michigan fans are still really nervous about Ohio State. So I'm curious, Notre Dame. Who are you most nervous about, Nate?
2: Well, I think George is the. I don't think we're going to beat Georgia based on what I saw. Um, I mean, I think maybe we can hang with them for three quarters, make a little bit of a game of it. But I don't. I'm not expecting them to win. Especially when we just lost our running back. I think he's out four to six weeks with a groin mm-hmm. injury. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think that was the toughest game I was worried about. And you know, I, I don't know about Michigan because we always play Michigan so early. It's hard to tell. You know, how good both teams are going to be. Like, you know, did one team just play really well or did the other team play really bad? Did one team beat themselves, not beat the other? You know, um, so I'm excited to see them midseason because I feel like Michigan, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys, I feel like Michigan always has the easier part of their schedule. They had Notre Dame and then they have an easy schedule. They play like the cupcakes of the Big <laughs> Ten after their non conference. And then everybody gets all this momentum and then they start playing decent teams and struggle. So, I don't know. What do, you, what do you think, Paul? I mean, is that is that pretty accurate about Michigan? Like, they, they kind of always have the easy part of their schedule early. It's a little harder this year, but most the of their
0: games are at home this year, which makes it a little easier. They do play Wisconsin and Penn State on the road, which is a little hard to do. And Wisconsin looked surprisingly good this last weekend, and Penn State looked decent. But, you know, when you're playing Wyoming or Idaho, it doesn't matter. I mean, you're going to run it up. So yeah, I think Michigan is still you think, focusing you on Ohio about, State. But what do you think
2: about Harbaugh? About Harbaugh? What do you think about Harbaugh this year? If he, does, if he doesn't have a good year, what happens? You think Michigan oh, will no, no, he's still safe. give him more time? Oh, or? yeah,
0: no, he's safe. <laughs> he's still safe for at least a couple more years. Um, so who is North Carolina worried about? Who is uh, oh, Paul, you're, you're you're
1: overlooking about? the game this week? Army? Ar- Army is a the top triple top option. Team. Plus their
0: defense. Uh, The key is to get up early on the triple option to force them to pass. That's what I've been hearing all week. So uh, Michigan may, if they win the toss, instead of deferring like they usually do, there's talk that they'll get the ball if they win the toss right away to get up at least seven right off the bat. And I think Michigan is good at adjusting. But, Nate, you're right on target. Michigan usually uh, has one early loss to, like, Notre Dame or somebody. Then they win out the rest until they play – Uh, Ohio State and lose that in the bowl game. That's been their M.O., but this year there's been a lot of talk that they have enough returning starters. This is going to be the year, but guys, every year you get overhyped teams. Who do you think is the most overhyped football team? And don't say Michigan, Nate. Don't say Michigan. Uh,
2: I wanted to say Notre Dame, but I don't... I think after this week, I don't think they are overhyped. I don't know how they moved up one ranked from 9 to 8 after that game against Louisville. I think... They should have stayed pat at nine. Um, I don't know, Ernest. What do you think? Who do you think's an overhyped?
1: We're prisoners.
2: Come back to me. Yeah, mo-
1: yeah we're prisoners of the moment. So the the obvious first is Oregon, but then again, all their wide receivers were out, and then they kind of blew a pretty big lead against Auburn. Uh, Washington's got a transfer quarterback, and Easton had a good game, but you just don't know until they play. So anybody in the Pac-10. <laughs> yeah, you're a little concerned about. Do you know one conference went undefeated this week?
0: SEC? No, that's, no. Tennessee lost. Uh, ACC? No. Nope. Florida State lost. Uh, who? Who went undefeated? MAC? <laughs> big, big Twelve big joke. Big, 12? big Twelve. yes.
1: Really? Undefeated this week.
0: Wow, it's crazy.
2: They I mean, that's, last. Oh, I, I yeah. think I know. I think I know who is going to be overhyped. I think Paul is going to like this. I think Ohio State's overhyped. I think they're, what, fifth? We'll see see them when they play a decent team.
1: They gave up a lot of points. They gave up a lot of points this week. I I wonder about that defense. Well, this week, what do
2: you think? You on board with that pick?
0: I'm on board. They're playing Cincinnati this week. Luke Fickle, who used to be their um, defensive coordinators down in Cincinnati. And so there could be a little bit of revenge there. So you yeah, know,
1: is there, is there some drama there? Did Fickle want to be considered? You know, when when Day was hired as the coach, did he want some consideration? I mean, he had he coached a year there when he wasn't named
0: interim. When if you quick, Urban Liar was suspended last year. Remember that when yes. Fickle wasn't named interim. Now that's a whole another topic. Urban Liar has been on Fox Sports. And they've been asking questions about different teams, and the comments I've heard is he's actually almost a better commentator than he is a coach. At least he tells the truth when he's commentating about well, now,
1: how now, now career. If we look at the numbers, he does have three national championships.
0: I'm so not, it's, this is personal.
1: True. Personal characteristics aside, he's a Hall of Fame coach.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, but it took
1: you a while to agree on that one.
0: <laughs> he is, but yeah, wow.
1: Listen, Woody Hayes is a Hall of Fame coach, but he's a degenerate. Was a degenerate human being. It's it's the Hall of Fame, it's not the Hall of Character.
0: Yeah, Hall of Shame.
1: Yeah. All
0: right, Ernest, is North Carolina nervous about anybody? Are they just happy to be playing well?
1: Everybody, (laughs) Uh, we got Miami this week, and then we have a non-conference game with Wake Forest. And if we get a split, we'll be very happy. The one of the best games I enjoyed. Which Miami team? uh, Miami, uh, Florida. Ah, but one of the best games I enjoyed this week was the Utah State Wake Forest game, which was one of those back and forth games in which teams literally scored every time they had possession of the ball. And, And Justin Love who's the quarterback for Utah state is, is one of those underrated pro prospects that you don't hear about because Utah state is very rarely on TV.
0: Hmm. All right, guys, we're going to leave football for a second and I don't pay too much attention to tennis anymore, but Ernest, you brought this out in a tweet that the U S open is happening for tennis in New York. And they have the largest facility now for tennis. And a lot of people are going and Federer has been sort of like Tom Brady. It's like he keeps going and going, going. And yet last night he lost to a guy that wasn't even in the top 10, not even seated. Um, is, have we seen the end of Federer? Uh,
1: and is Federer one of the best players you've ever seen? He is the best. And we've been saying this for seven years now. He's 37. If he, if he wins another tournament, he will tie Ken Rosenthal. As the oldest tennis player to win a, a, a major, I mean, again, he's, he's, he's we won't appreciate his greatness until he's 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 everything we hoped Tiger Woods would have been. I mean, he's had the consistency, and and again, he's been a high character guy. You've never seen him do anything controversial. He's he's just great for tennis in that respect. I mean, we live at a time with Novich – and, and Nadal and Serena. And I don't think you're going to see a period like this in tennis again. And this has really opened up for Nadal and Serena to win. And this will get, uh, if I remember correctly, Nadal will be one behind uh, Federer for 18 uh, majors, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. But again, and, and Novich is, uh, he's, Four years younger than Nadal, so he has a chance to beat them all. Mm-hmm. But it's, 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 and again, it people love Federer, uh, and Nadal. I mean, that's they're always the crowd favorites. Serena's kind of polarizing, but it's it's good, enjoyable tennis. Yeah, and who is. could
0: forget Serena last year and that uh, line judge or the umpire? Her yelling at him, the guy was not backing down, and that was a pretty unbelievable moment. So Nate, are you paying attention at all to tennis? Do you agree with Ernest?
2: You know, I, I really haven't paid that much attention to it. I've had it on, um, honestly, probably cause I had sports center on and then it, when sports center ends, it goes to us open. Um, I, I, I haven't really watched that much. I did see Federer lost, um, yesterday to the, what the 75th ranked 70, yeah. 78th ranked guys. So that's kind of, I mean, I like the underdog stories like that. Um, but no, I, I'm really not. I'm not a big tennis guy. Like I'll watch, try to watch some finals when I get a chance to. Um, but yeah, you'll have to I'll have to defer to Ernest on that. And how about you, Paul? What, what do you think about? I think tennis. Better, to follow it pretty well. Yeah,
0: I used to follow. And actually, today of all things, on Facebook, a buddy of mine that I've known since elementary school posted our junior high Northeast Vikings tennis team photo. When I was in seventh grade and um there I was with like twenty two other guys on the tennis team. <laughs> Wooden racket?
1: Wooden, Wooden racket, racket, buddy. Do no, right. you, you have the sweatband around your head like, like McEnroe?
0: I, I probably could have big, used big bushy it. Hair. I think that was the year I discovered deodorant and it wasn't my idea, if you know it, my drift. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so this picture shows a, a bunch of, you know, middle school kids. Uh, Wilson Pro Staff Rackets, those were the cool wooden rackets that had like the diamond pattern on the neck of the wooden racket, and we were all there. And I look back and I think, was tennis that popular back then? I think it really was. It was super popular. Jimmy Connors, McEnroe, everybody was playing tennis. I don't think it was the charisma of our AV um, guy at the middle school who was also the tennis coach because he was like Mr. Bueller. Bueller. I mean, he was Mr. Straightforward, but... It was amazing and my buddy was trying to name these guys and one of the guys on the picture turned out to be the ceo of domino's pizza uh, patrick doyle so uh so he wasn't a great tennis player but i guess he knew how to take care of his money or something man so there i do like tennis like the, all of you guys once in a while it's fun when it's compelling and other times i just ignore it i much prefer watching football so as we get ready for this next weekend, guys, what do you want to be watching? What are you going to be spending? Are you going to watch any baseball as we get down to some pennant rates?
1: Yeah, my Braves are seven games up. They're fighting off the, the Nats and the Mets, and they're five games behind the Dodgers. So I'm going to watching baseball. I'm also watching the FIBA Basketball Cup. Uh, and I got a trivia question for both of you. Okay. okay? The, the roster for the Team USA, which will lose, they won't win the championship, which means they'll have to play in the qualifying rounds before the Olympics. There's only three All Stars, three guys who've played All Star games. I'm going to name three players on the roster. You have to, since David's not here, I feel safe at this. Y'all get to jump in, buzz in. What team do they play for?
0: Okay. Uh,
1: three players on the roster that play quite a bit Mason Plumlee.
0: Uh, Men- Memphis Grizzlies, Pacers.
1: Denver Nuggets. Uh, Derek White.
0: Derek White. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets.
2: Nate.
1: He's looking it up on Facebook. I was
2: going to say the Nets, but I'll say the I'm not looking at that. Um, I'll say the Jazz.
1: Who's the coach of the, the uh, team? Of oh, Spurs. Pop
2: uh, Popovich, yeah,
1: Popovich. plays from Spurs, yeah, and Steve Kerr is the assistant, by the way. All right, Joe Harris, Joe Pistons, no, uh, no, Nets. Nate, you are correct, Nate one. ding ding ding, he is our winner, and
0: this is our national team,
1: right? This is our national team, yes, we've got uh, Kimba Walker is an all star, Chris Middleton has been an all star this year, and uh. Brooke Lopez has been an all-star. All the other players have never played in an all-star game. You got Donovan Mitchell. Tatum just got Harris, hurt. So he's out. Got Tatum got hurt. It's Actually, it's half the Celtics because you got Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and Kemba Walker. And it's, it's it's again, we're going to get beat. I, I don't even think we're going to get in the middle round. Uh, Turkey... And we have an inability. Yeah, we, 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 we don't know the international rules because they were down by one. And Joe Harris intentionally uh, fouled a guy to get him to the free throw line. Well, international, that's unsportsmanlike, in sportsman like. And you get two free throws in possession of the ball, whereas in the NBA, it just be free throws.
2: There
1: you go. Well, we're running yeah. out. T-
2: um, so what What I was going to say is for the weekend, um, yeah. don't sleep on the Diamondbacks. I mean, the Diamondbacks are right there in the wildcard <laughs> hunt. I have no <laughs> idea how. They wow. just took three out of four against the Dodgers, right? And the re- the remaining schedule, they play two series against the Padres, they play the Cincinnati Reds, and they play Miami, and then they, I think the best team they're going to play is the Mets, and I think it is a three game series. Mm-hmm. So right now, I think they're the third or fourth wild card spot. I have to double check, but they're like three games back. I think it's the Cubs and it's Milwaukee and the Diamondbacks right there. So don't sleep on the Diamondbacks. Hey. I, I could, I'm. I'm amazed. I have no idea how they're doing it, but we got that. And my kids both start soccer this weekend. So we got some, uh, uh you know, American array. Fo- uh, right, we got real football and then I've got American football, college football. I mean, it's going to be a sports sports filled weekend.
1: No need. And what helps the diamondbacks is the Cubs will be playing the brewers and the Cardinals from mm. here on out pretty much. And the other teams they have to worry about the Nats and the Mets and the, uh, uh, Phillies will all be playing each other, so as they are beating up on each other, it gives a chance for the Diamondbacks to slip up. Nate, I'm just curious. It's it's
2: amazing. I mean, yeah.
1: I'm curious.
0: I listen to all Go the ahead, things Paul. you're doing, right, Nate? You hear me? You hear me, Nate? Nate? Now, yeah. how many fantasy yeah, yeah. football leagues are you in?
2: Uh I think I'm in five. My last draft is tomorrow. <laughs> five. It might, actually it might be my sixth now that I'm thinking about All right. it. I think it might be my sixth this And tomorrow.
0: then are you got two kids in soccer? Are you coaching either one of them?
2: I'm coaching my daughter's team again. My son's team doesn't have a coach, but I run his division of <laughs> four-year-olds. So <laughs> <laughs> rigged
1: Uh, it's gonna be rigged all right
0: so wow home games busy busy all right guys we're gonna end with just predictions here i'm gonna go through some of the college football games this weekend i want you to give me some quick hitters because we got about a minute and a half before we're gonna wrap it up all right first one lsu versus texas who's gonna win ernest
1: lsu they got more talent Texas.
2: texas
0: texas nice upset pick there all right penn state versus buffalo ernest Penn State,
1: great defense.
0: Great defense.
2: (laughs) Really, Penn State, yeah. All
0: right. Next one Stanford and USC.
1: McDaniels, yeah. McDaniels went down, so you got to say Stanford. Stanford's quarterbacks hurt. Costello's hurt also. Both teams are missing. Costello might get in. He got a concussion. Uh, Katie Andrews is out for the year. Torn MCL. They're trotting out a true freshman quarterback against one of the best defenses around, so Stanford. All right.
2: The uh, USC quarterback that now is going yes. to be starting uh, right. went to my high school. So I'm, I just found that out. So I'm excited for him. He went to my high school. so. And the him. Stanford quarterback USC, is questionable
0: him. for the game. So that's going to be an interesting game. I think the USC coach is on the hot seat. And um, I'm looking forward to this weekend watching some football in my recliner and you, you, you I You left out a game, huh? You left out a
1: game. Which game do you want to talk about? Clemson, Texas Stadium.
0: Oh, I think Clemson's going to roll. I don't think it's even a question. I think was
1: close. there's only a four-point win yeah, last year. But I think Clemson's offensively. I still think
2: Clemson will pull away.
1: All right. Yeah, Ed, Eddie Ann, I think is almost surpassed Suppressed, uh, suppressed uh, Lawrence as a Heisman Trophy candidate. He averaged twelve yards a carry last week.
0: And he reminds you of who? What cor- What running back?
1: Oh, my. It reminds me of Herschel Walker. That big and strong? I think he's a
0: little taller than that. I would say uh, Marcus Allen, maybe. That might go uh, old school with uh, you.
1: Allen never had speed. What he had was great movement. The great thing that Marcus Allen could do was he could read the holes. And, you know, except for that one long run in, in Super Bowl Twenty One. He never was. He was elusive, but he wasn't. You're not going to catch Eddie M from behind. And uh-huh. again, you know, you got to remember, guys are so much bigger now. Herschel was six-two-two forty, which is kind of average in a running back these days, especially in the pros. Uh huh.
0: Yep. All right, guys. Last words. You got thirty seconds each. Nate. Five. Four, uh, three,
2: two. Excited! Excited for soccer to start for the kids. <laughs> okay. Um, exciting to see the kids playing soccer. My son's starting for the first time. Um, uh, the three as a three-year-old, so he's excited. He's always been watching his sister, so I'm excited for my son back at to uh yeah. start playing soccer, and we'll see how my daughter does in her, in year three. So shoot some video. I want. Here see goes it. my Saturday morning. Yeah, gone.
0: it's a great way to go,
2: though,
1: Ernest. Uh, it's keep fun. It pr- Keep the folks in eastern North Carolina, eastern South Carolina and in, in your hearts and prayers. This will be the third hurricane in six years, and these people just feel battered. And, and again, they haven't really recovered from the other two. So we're, we're all, I'm batting down the hatches here. I've done our preparation, but there are a lot of people a lot closer to it. And, uh, and keep them in your thoughts. Uh, again, uh, that's, that's the one thing I would ask from everybody
0: definitely and Bahamas was really hit terribly hard all right guys thanks for joining us for pardon the confusion every week we try to bring you some entertainment and sports knowledge and a way to pass a good hour whether driving or avoiding your wife because you didn't do the dishes so for Nate Moyer and for Ernest Watts this is Paul Arnold good night